This is the Creative Funding Show, a podcast for authors, YouTubers, and podcasters who want to fund the work they love. Welcome back to the Creative Funding Show. I'm your host, Thomas Umstadt Jr., and today we're going to talk about how to get advanced Patreon analytics with Graftrion. And joining us today is Tom Baruta, who's a software engineer who created a service called Graftrion because he wanted to follow the progress of Patreon creators. Tom, welcome to the Creative Funding Show. Thanks for having me back. So this is not your first time on our show. You're a part of a very elite group of returning guests, but it has been a long time. You came on back at episode four. And for people who haven't heard that episode, what is Graftrion? Uh, Graftrion analyzes and graphs the progress of all the Patreon campaigns there are. So every creator has their own page with different statistics on their uh, patron count. And if they show their earnings, their uh, Twitter followers and YouTube subscribers, all that sorts of good stuff. So if I hear that somebody else is on Patreon, I can look up their stats on Graftrion. It's public for everyone. Is that right? Correct. Which is pretty cool. So uh, it, it was a great way of seeing, you know, what if somebody has been on Patreon, you can see how long they've been on, how what their growth is. It's a great way of learning from others. If you want to see if people are blowing smoke or not. Oh, for sure. Graftrion brings a little bit of uh, transparency. And uh, the historical numbers, I think, are probably the most helpful because you can see that uh, people who have Patreon pages, they tend to open with a bang. And then there's a plateau. And then if, if it's a good, healthy page, there are a sequ- uh, series of bangs after that um, where they'll have a huge growth. And you're like, okay, what did you do in May of 2008, 18 to get such great growth? And you can kind of learn from people that way of like what promotion strategies are working. Sometimes I feel like you created this tool just for me doing research for this show. <laughs> yes, ab- Absolutely. It's all about me, Tom. It's all about me. Um, so, but I found it very useful, and I encourage you if you're listening, you should go on and use it because everything there is free, uh, or at least almost everything. You can aver- you pay to out you, you sell advertisements, um, but you don't you don't charge for the service. No. So, why are analytics so important for a Patreon page? If you're tracking your campaign, just so you can see like where the ups and downs are happening. If you have a drop, then you could look back to see. If you did something specific that happened that made people stop subscribing to you. Yeah, it's useful for troubleshooting, which is nice. And there is a principle in business that what gets measured gets managed. And it's really easy for superstitions to creep in when you're not tracking the data as to what works and what doesn't work. I found this to be a real problem in publishing. So authors, if they're traditionally published, they don't have good access to the data as to how their books are selling. They get a report every six months as to how many books sold in the last six months, which is not great for measuring marketing campaigns as to what worked and what didn't. And there's a lot of bad advice floating around (laughs) from author to author. And tools like Patreon help prevent that from happening from Patreon owner to Patreon owner, where you're able to see, oh, wow, I did all these Facebook posts and it resulted in no new backers. Maybe I should spend less time on Facebook or something like that. Oh, yeah, exactly. I didn't know that about the publishing uh, system. That doesn't sound great at all. Yeah. Well, it's from this old school world of let the men in suits do the marketing for you. You just sit behind your typewriter and write which isn't the world anymore. Like those publishing companies now are expecting authors to do the marketing, but they're not sharing the marketing data with them uh, yet. So it's, we're in this awkward adolescence where you're 
asked to drive down the car, but not allowed to look through the rear view window <laughs> uh, mirror or even through the uh, windshield. That's, that's not great. So, but the reason I had you on today is that you have rolled out a brand new feature or almost a whole new system of GraphTron. Uh, tell me a little bit about that. Sure. It's a patron and creator dashboard. So if you go to Graftreon right now, there's a nice big orange button in the upper right, log in with Patreon. So you click that and you give Graftreon access to your Patreon data. And then I can pull up all the creators you support, all the creators you used to support, and all those creators' stats. So you can easily see like how all the creators you support are doing in one page. And like your current pledge, your lifetime pledge to all those creators. And I know a lot of people I'm sure forgot they like stopped supporting another creator at one point and maybe you want to jump back in if they're doing not as good or doing better, or at least you can uh, check them out to see what they're up to. Yeah, I've just logged in on my dashboard uh, for novel marketing and I can see I have a dashboard here of who I've supported and the total amount that I've supported and their rank. Are you able to get better ranking data now that you're connecting with um, Patreon in this deeper way? I mean, I just based the rank off, uh, it's it's separated by category, but then it's based off the number of patrons. So it's pretty simple to just sort it by the number of patrons and then rank it based on that. Nice. We have gained four ranks in the podcast ranking charts. So take that other podcasts. <laughs> yeah. So that's always fun uh, to be able to see this sort of thing. And then I can see our backings by time. Now it's in interesting. We're talking about what works and what doesn't. I had a baby or my wife had a baby a couple of months ago and the amount of patron, patron exclusive content that we've posted to the novel marketing, mar novel marketing Patreon page has dropped dramatically just because I've been dealing with crying baby and um there's been a drop-off but not that much of a drop-off actually it's 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 held steady which is encouraging people know that this is a short-term <laughs> disruption in the feed uh, and we're still putting out our episodes we just haven't been doing our uh, q a episodes as much and um i see that you're also tracking facebook and twitter uh tell me a little bit about that sure um well actually I think it was May. Facebook changed their terms and their API, so I actually can't get data from Facebook any longer. I leave, I'm leave. i leaving the graphs there for historical purposes. But Twitter, yeah, Twitter and YouTube, I can still collect uh, Twitter followers and YouTube subscribers, and I graph those for all the campaigns that have them. Yeah, Facebook, uh, the reason they did that was because of all of the drama that they've been in. And if you want data from Facebook, you got to pay for it. <laughs> So, uh, but also the, all the fake news, Cambridge Analytics stuff. But in my experience, for most creators, um, Facebook barks way more than it bites. So a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, I have so many views on Facebook. I should do more video on Facebook. But Facebook counts three seconds worth of watching on mute as a view. And it starts videos playing automatically someone is scrolling through their feed. So if someone scrolls through their feed slowly or stops for even just a split second to look, that counts as a quote-unquote view. Whereas I think YouTube, it's 30 seconds. It's a, it's a much higher threshold. A YouTube view, views are real. Facebook views are fake. It's fake news on Facebook. And um, when people compare those, I think they get into trouble. So that's a little pro, uh, bonus analytics tip. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's a lot of people with big uh, followers on Facebook. What do they call them now? Likes, page likes, and they do not have big Patreon campaigns. So that's not a measure of success at all. That's right. I, I have seen, I, I saw one creator, I forget his name, who was, had a couple million people on Facebook and it was able to pull together like a $500 a month Patreon. But if he had had 2 million subscribers on YouTube, he would be making probably five or six times that easily. Absolutely. The people making money off of Facebook are Facebook. And uh, that's an important thing to remember. I've been hating on Facebook a lot on my podcast lately. Um, so there's also, I'm looking here, there's an achievements tab. What is this? Oh, yeah, that's probably new since we've last talked. I have different achievements for different statistics that I display out. And then I mark like the biggest achievements on a certain day on the achievements tab. But then also it shows on your creator page that you've received that achievement and like when you received it. Like if you were a hot creator in a certain month, it'll display that on your page. Hot creator specifically is you have to have at least 300 patrons, but you've had the most growth in your category for that month. Yeah. So it's kind of like little badges that you earn, but even better, it's badges and you get featured on one of the major tabs because Patreon gets a lot of visits. You get over 100,000 visits a month uh, to your website. Is that right? Yes. Yep. And so you have all these different categories. So you got podcasts there, which is good. There should be a special achievement for having Tom Baroda on your show. You have a special category just for that. That's true. I should add that. All right. And so then I have Patreon stats. Uh, these are stats for Patreon corporate. This is Patreon overall. Is that right? Correct. And the earnings are getting way less and less relevant because about three-fourths of creators hide their earnings. And I feel like the creators who are more successful are more likely to hide their earnings. Yes. Because jealousy is a real problem. And when people see that you're prospering, uh, they're less likely to donate to you. Um, but of the unexcluded earnings, so we're looking at still it's $12 million a month being distributed to uh patreon users that's that's not nothing and i would guess this is in real life closer to 50 million to to 100 million yeah i I would guess that as well based based off of the kinds of people who are hiding uh their numbers um which actually i should talk about patreon because once they passed kindle unlimited uh in terms of payouts per month they need to make some noise about that because that's a big deal because in the author world Kindle Unlimited is this big, you know, subscription model. People get your book for free and you're paid by pages read. It's kind of the Netflix for books. And I suspect Patreon is going to pass that program uh, very soon if they haven't already. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I never heard of that one. And so we also have a number of users on Patreon. So in January of 2018, 92,000 people were creating on Patreon and now it's 125,000. So it's a really steady growth curve, which is fascinating. Um, if I were an investor, I'd be very impressed with this steady growth. <laughs> uh, it's almost a straight line. Uh, I can see why they're getting so much VC money. All right. So, so what are some of the things that you have learned about what makes a campaign on Patreon successful based off of kind of spending so much time in the numbers and in the statistics? Yeah, just engaging with your audience is king. You just have to talk to them, usually be personable, depending on the campaign. But yeah, like you were talking about, like if you let your uh, patrons know, 
hey, I'm having a baby, stuff is going to be a little bit slow, they're way more likely to uh, keep uh, pledging to you even if you like slow down on the exclusive content because you let them know and you were a, a person to them. Right. And being friendly, uh, people like people who like them. And so uh, having a sense of friendliness and a sense of gratitude is really powerful. Here's another interesting thing. Twitter went from, ha or uh, sorry, Patreon went from having half a million uh, Twitter followers on August uh, 13th to having 2.5 million Twitter followers just two weeks later. I'm very curious. <laughs> that is almost a straight line up. I wonder if there's some shenanigans there. Uh, you don't normally see that kind of growth unless they got a bunch of media, but still that's, that's not okay. So you're looking at the Patreon stats page still. Yeah. That's not Patreon specific, uh, Twitter account. That's all the Twitter accounts across Patreon. So if somebody big joined Patreon at that point, it jumped. Gotcha. Okay. So this isn't followers of the Patreon Twitter page. No. Okay, which makes sense because they only have about 100,000 followers. Okay, so somebody big. Do we know who those big big dogs were, those big Twitter people? I don't actually uh, look into that. Yeah, that would be curious to know who the, who the big players are. So um, we would be remiss if we didn't at least briefly go over who the top patrons are currently. So has somebody broken the 100,000? Yes, Chapo Trap House. When we talked last, Chapo Trap House was just on the verge of breaking through $100,000 a month. And they have now broken through. So that's the highest known. Are they still number one in known backing? The the highest earners, yes, but I'm sure Global Plus Plus has have them beat. Oh, for sure. Uh, so Global Plus Plus is the current number one, and you're ranking by backers because that's the one way to do apples to apples comparison. Global Plus Plus has 58,000 patrons, followed by Chapo Trap House, which has 24,000. Uh, Brandon Staten, 22,000. Dark Cookie, uh, which is an NSFW one with 16,000. And there's a several more here at 16,000. It makes me sad. Uh, Phil DeFranco, who is of the of your top 10, uh, he's the one I follow. Uh, he is He's dropped. He's now down to eighth place. Uh, he used to be at fourth, which makes me a little sad. But that's not because he dropped. That's because other people surpassed him and he's steady. <laughs> that's the thing. Yeah, he actually has been losing patrons a little bit. I'm, I'm seeing here, yeah. Um, not a lot, though. It is it is more... So this is one of the things uh, in a ranking. You don't care when it's money, right? If you made you know $50,000 last month and you're making $50,000 this month, what other people are doing shouldn't bother you. Um, you know, that's monkey thinking. Monkeys care about that. Humans hopefully are have higher and they don't get jealous. But some humans get jealous and that's okay. Um, but... Um, if you're in a rankings in a top 10, you know, somebody comes in with a bunch of, you know, half a million Twitter followers and they can knock you out of the, uh, out of the space here. It'd be interesting if, if somebody like PewDiePie were ever to jump on Patreon, what that would do to the, to the numbers. He actually did do that once as a joke. <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> yeah, of course he did. And then he canceled it shortly thereafter yeah pewdiepie for those of you uh who are not uh 13 years old is the number one youtuber and he's incredibly popular with the very young young people in the world uh, especially young men uh, teenage guys if you're a 13 year old boy 
there's a good chance that you know and have a strong opinion about PewDiePie. All right. Uh, any other developments that you've seen in kind of the statistics analytics side of things uh, over the last uh, six months or so? Not really. Everything is a steady growth and then new creators jump up in the rankings. Yeah. Like Brandon Stanton, he is a recent big growth. He has a successful like blog and book and he decided to travel. Yes. He's the author of Humans of New York. So he's a very famous uh, photo blogger and he's had incredible growth. Uh, He's only been on the platform for four months and he he launched with almost 4,000 patrons, and now he has 22,000 patrons. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's very impressive growth. And I imagine he's bringing in uh, your estimate. Actually, this is one of the things we should mention. There's an estimate uh, based off of your analytics of how much somebody is making, and it's a range. So the range for Brandon Stanton is 43,000 to 206,000. And this is based off of various factors. Um, There's no way to know for sure if this is accurate, but it is kind of helpful at uh, comparing a patron to patron. Yeah, what I do is I just average all the creators in that category that do share their numbers and then take the uh, standard deviation low and high and just multiply by the number of patrons. Now you're talking all nerdy. You're talking science and math. So if you don't know what standard deviation is, don't worry. You don't need to know. Just go to graftreon.com and he does all of the math for you. I remember learning about standard deviation in statistics class. It was uh, it was great fun. They do call me a software engineer. So And then one final feature. If there's a page that you really care about, uh, you can get monthly email updates where graftreon will email you like a monthly report on how that page did. Is that how this works? Yep. And you can sign up for as many campaigns as you want. And it's still just one email. It just combines them all into one for you. Very nice. I, I had not yet done that. I need to do this for my own Patreon page. Just get that uh, monthly report. Well, um, anyway, Tom, tell us where people can find out more about you. Um, just graftreon.com. Check out the site. I do post on Twitter and Reddit. I have a slash graft or slash r slash graftry on Reddit and a Twitter, uh, just graftry on. Um, but I don't post there that often unless it's a big feature, like what just happened with the dashboard. Yeah. Or being featured on the creative funding show. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much uh, for coming on the creative funding show. If you don't know how to spell graft around, don't worry. We'll have a link to it in the show notes. Just scroll down in your podcast app, or if you're listening on our website, scroll down there and we will have the link tom brota thank you so much for joining us today on the creative funding show thank you for having me